The second period is brought to you by Molson Canadian and Molson Ultra. Get a $4.18 ounce Molson Canadian for dine-in at Chuck's Roadhouse during all Leafs games. The second period of the period of long change in the Leafs in a uh, situation here where they have a 2-1 lead after 20 minutes. And the face-off, of course, is brought to you by Alpine Credits. You own your own home and need a loan? Alpine Credits can help. Get approved at alpinecredits.ca. Well, one of the reasons the Leafs had success in the three previous road games on this trip is they were able to score first. That did not happen tonight, but the Leafs quickly banged in a couple to take the lead 2-1 to one after the opening 20 minutes. By the way, this is what I love when you've got statistics building through. The Red Wings this year when scoring first are 6-1-3. and three. But when they trail after the first, they're 3-4-2. and two. So go ahead and figure out the odds. Well, <laughs> I had this friend. Uh, out, but, but do it out loud I so had, I can learn from it. I had this friend Pythagorea, <laughs> and uh, he had this theorem. I, I don't know. I, I think I played against him in the minors. Yeah. He was a right angler. Yeah. Uh, the, the wings. Picking up wearing those reverse retro jerseys. They really are a bit of a throwback to, uh, from what I understand, of the Detroit Cougars. The prior iteration of the Detroit Red Wings who started out their first season playing in Windsor. Been in that building, I'm sure you have. The old, the old one. Ba- oh, the yeah, old barn. Absolutely. Moving it back up. Marner through the middle of the rink as the leaves... Exit their zone, Giordano across the line, drops it back. Marner cuts into the middle, takes the shot, he scores! A bouncer that gets by Vili Husso and puts the Leafs up 3-1. Boy, and as good as Vili Husso has been, he is having a bit of a struggle tonight. That is now three goals on just six shots. Mark Giordano, though, takes this all the way up ice from his own end to the right of Matt Murray. Diagonally, heads to the left wing side, gets the line, looks up, sees Mitch Marner coming late. Marner's got the defense backing off, and Marner launches a wrist shot. Through the Detroit defense, Husso gets a piece of it, not enough, so the Leafs a 3-1 lead, and Mitch Marner's point streak is now 17. Third longest in franchise history. Matthews. Pulls it out of the pile. Swipes it. Down into the zone it goes. Uso tries to play it back up. Marner, or rather Matthews, stumbles. And back across the line they come. Driving to the goal. Rebound. Goes wide and into the corner. Back up the line. Sider, long distance shot there. But it is knocked away by Lilligren. Gets a little help from Matthews. And that pass along to Bunting. He sends it down low where William Nylander goes chasing after it. They back off and make a change. Jordan Osterley steps in and is going to wait this one out. These are all the precious seconds that you deal with that you're scrambling to get back later in a game. Sider across the line, looked offside, wasn't. Gets it back, looks toward the goal, blocked. 
Reels it back in, sends one down towards Murray. He tries to scrape it back to himself, but did not accomplish it as it comes back out into center ice. And Leafs try to bring it back in and cannot. Backhanded pass, misses. A long shot in on Murray, but he caught it the whole way from the stick side. Rasmussen was in a bit of a disagreement there at the side of the goal. For Mitch Barner, that is goal number seven, but his sixth goal in this streak. Six goals, 17 assists, so 23 points in the 17 games. And against San Jose on Wednesday night, he'll get an opportunity to match the franchise record, a point streak held by Daryl Siddler and Eddie Olchuk. Pretty good company to be in, isn't it? Yeah, well, those guys did some things and were noted for it. <laughs> in different eras, too. <laughs> The goalie equipment was a little smaller, and the games were a little higher scoring. And a tad more physical. Comes back out. In center ice, searching for a way out of the Detroit end. They're able to do that. They bring it across the line and try to drag it down the wall. Unaccomplished as the Leafs get a hold of it. Giordano. Steps through the middle. Gets help from Justin Hall, who drives down the far boards. Tries to drop in on the backhander. He got in close, and it's knocked away. Kept in at the blue line by Sandine. Turning around, Engvall with the shot, but it is blocked. It didn't get very far. Into the corner it comes, and right back up the far boards. Engvall trying to get a touch on this. Comes to the near side where Wallman grabs it up and sends it. Down into the Leafs end. Lilligren trying to cut back out of trouble. As a stick kind of tied up there as uh, they are able to get it back out. And down the ice, side of the goal. Uso takes a look there as his defenseman, Olimata, moves it ahead. Slammed into the Toronto zone. Side of the goal, Lilligren. Here comes Marner with it. Gets caught up in a little bit of snow along the edge of the ice and comes back to Tavares. He whips one on goal. And he didn't miss by much. I don't know if Kuzo got a piece of that or maybe it caught part of the crossbar. But the Red Wing defense, again, much like the Marner goal, got caught backing, backing in right on top of their own goaltender. A little miss there at the blue line. And then coming off the bench was... William Nylander, he pushes it down low. Bunting gets after it. Nylander in the corner gets by him and back up along the right side it comes. This one will be picked up and brought back on the free ride with 4.32 gone in the second period. One thing, and shows you how little things can become big things. And that last shift, Timothy Lilligren jumped into the right wing corner. John Tavares covered the right point. When things aren't going well, you get three forwards. Nobody reads the play, and if there's a turnover, you get an odd man rush the other way. Right. Another play. Seconds later, Tavares has the puck on his own end, just chips it out. Doesn't try to make a, a fancy play or force it through a seam. Just simple plays. Don't show up in a score sheet. And if you don't make them, they could show up in the <laughs> score sheet, but on the other side. Well, and we saw that... Over the last few years, lots of times you start playing some free and easy, and next thing you know, you find yourself uh, having some free and easy time at the end of the season. Well, that's why I always believe when people talk, and you can certainly look at the blue line and say, 
it's not as good as it is when you've got T.J. Brody in the lineup and Morgan Riley in the, the lineup, which is a valid point. But as a five-man unit, if you're responsible and you've got the other guys back, then all of a sudden the spotlight isn't on one defenseman on a two-on-one or two defensemen on a three-on-two or a four-on-two. Marner, nice little move as he spins around out front and a great save by Huso as he comes up big. I believe that was Yarncroke, and it looked like Yarncroke kind of got it in an awkward position. He was falling when he launched it to the net because there was room on the far side. Off balance opportunity, but couldn't put it back. Lilligan trying to work it, comes straight out, and reaching for it was Murray, but it was off target. Larkin, as the wings get set up in the leaf zone, along the far wall. Down into the far corner, trying to spin back the other way. John Tavares comes in to investigate. Into the near side corner, trying to hold off the man. Perrant, nice little job there working the puck, but it is put out by Marner. He takes a swipe at it again as he wrestled that puck all the way back down the ice. A little bit of a highlight of what he does, Perrant. Along the near side boards, down into the corner. Looks out front. Kubalik battling for position. Trying to peel it off the wall. Won't happen. Aston Reese steals it, moves it back down into the Detroit end. Toss back. Aston Reese scrambling out of the corner. There's the turn on it, but it goes wide. Now digging out front. That puck popped off a body and comes back out into center ice and all the way back the other end. Mac Hollowell looks up ice. Trying to put it off the boards, hoping to find help. Now a drive to the goal. Shot right on. Murray comes up with a save. Kept low and kept it out. Rasmussen behind the goal. Steps one way and the other and then gets it back up to the point. Long shot there. And now out front, Murray without the stick as it's tipped away. Hard shot out front. Murray recovers the stick as it goes up high, but he hasn't got it. He's got it by the blade and finally puts it in the right spot. Grabbing the shaft and now off into the corner it goes. Cutting along the goal line and back into the near side corner. Looking out front. The Wings pressing hard here on the Leafs as they try to get it out. They needed to get it out. They got it out of the zone. Here's Holmberg back to it. Calming presence already in his career here with the Leafs. Able to step out and get control of that puck as it comes back down inside the Leafs zone. Hall drops this one back for Giordano. Presenting an option here was Holmberg. He carries it across the blue line and lifts it down side of the goal. Grabs it up again. This time he has it in the corner. Played back up and picked up by the wings as they send it across the blue line. Giordano tries to turn back. Heavy work here from the wings in the second period. The Leafs get a hold of it again. Here's Hall down the left side. Engball battles into the corner, but they're able to move it away from Kerfoot. Strong pass, cross ice to Matthews. High on the blue line. Waiting. Lilligren decides to send it around. Kerfoot drops it back to Matthews. Near side corner. As it finds Sandine. He whips one at the goal. Scores! From distance. 
I, I think the Red Wings might be trying to argue that Michael Bunting may have gloved this with his hand. I think that was the first look to the official from a defenseman. I'm not sure if Bunting touches this at all. But Lilligren, from the left point, launches it towards the net. Pardon me, it was Sandy, not Lilligren, and Michael Bunting waved at it with his stick and glove. I mean, it did appear to hit something. Oh, I, I think it might have hit the, a Red Wing stick in the high slot rock. Well, it might have, and it might have hit. I think what they're arguing is it might be on the high stick that he got the. It went off the heel. Yeah, of his I, and I don't stick think maybe. I don't think he touched it. I don't think Michael Bunting touched this at all. But it'll be interesting to see if the Red Wings see enough or see a different angle of whether it went off Bunting at all. No, I don't think it he touches it. It doesn't even touch him. No, I think this deflection, which caused the puck to knuckle, went off a Red Wing stick right after Sandine threw it to the net. So we talked about the success Michael Bunting had in Detroit last year. Maybe the success on this goal was that he didn't touch that shot as it was heading to the top corner. Only the 13th shot on goal. For the Leafs, well, and that goes. is going to be it for Billy Huso. Alex Dedelkovic will take over, and that was a regular occurrence. In the 10-7 game last year, the Leafs actually pulled Jack Campbell in the third period with a lead, while the Red Wings made two goalie changes in that game. So for Billy Huso, who has been so good coming into this, 239 goals against average, 919 save percentage, that'll take a hit, four goals in less than half a game here against the Leafs. Rasmus Sandin's first goal. They slide over to Matthews. Back up it comes at the blue line. I work it along the near side wall. Solid lead here. Nine minutes and change into the second period. Bunting and Matthews, by the way, will both pick up assists on the goal by Sandin. Matthews having a decent night. Little tap along there. And the crowd, some of them invested in a hand pass. They don't get their wish on a call. Played down around behind the goal. Nadelkovic. Pass up through the middle. Cross the line. Cuts in. Takes the shot right on. And Murray got it off the pads. As Giordano reverses it back out front. Great chance. And, boy, they escape out of that one unharmed. As good as Giordano's been, tries a reverse backhand pass, but under the wrong stick. Here's Marner trying to work his way to the goal. Spins back. Feeds it out go, 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 front. Go. They turn this back around. Mata. They don't get it out. Tavares plays it right back in. Aston Reese trying to chase that down. Wings here trying to organize themselves up. Down 4-1 here to the Leafs. They've outshot them 19-13. So a tough night for Billy Huso. Boy, Matt Murray's still been forced to make a number of outstanding stops that could have turned this game around. Centered, back out, shot goes off a of body and along the near side wall. Camp grabs it up, and Ernie moves it right back along the wall. 
struggling to get this one back out as uh, Hollowell got into the mix. Victor Mete, easy up to the blue line. Finding a little steam in the skates here. Turned back and crushed against the wall. Coming after it was Holmberg. It's got to be a whistle on the play. A little late. I don't think it's a penalty. I think it was the linesman that made the call. Maybe a glove pass. Either way, the Leafs have added two here in the second period to go up 4-1. to one. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Well, Mitch Marner on the point streak, and uh, I think sometimes you marvel at what he's been able to do, but uh, there are oh, I, some I got, a, I got a question for you, though. All so right. he's, he's one away from tying a franchise record that he can do right. on Wednesday night. Do you have a guess, or do you know who's got the, the current longest point streak in the night? Not current, well, but the longest point streak in NHL history? Well, I hope it's not current, but I'm going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it never got closed out. I don't know. The, uh, but I'm going to guess it's Gretzky. Very good. Wayne Gretzky. And, the, uh, and I mean, Mario's up there as well. He's got the sure. second longest point streak. But the longest point streak, 51 games. Right. 51 games from October 5th, 1983 to January 27th, 1984. In those 51 games, a mere 61 goals and 153 points. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and minus eight. No, I just made that up. <laughs> but isn't that amazing? Yeah, I'm always fascinated by people who have the argument about, uh, you know, was he really that good? The, the times were different. There was this going yeah. on. There was that. And I'm like, hey, it's it's still 154 points. <laughs> and, and it's not, not like there were 25 other guys that are close to it. No. Mario, let me just say, Steve Eisen, Steve Eisenman, now the general manager of the Red Wings, as the players in the top seven in longest point streaks. There's a shot right there that glass wide. And the Wings working in the Leafs end and have been here in the second period doing a pretty good job of owning the zone as they move it back. Long shot does not come from Osterley as uh, he whiffed on it. Round behind the goal, however. Big offensive possession here for the Wings. Comes right back to Giordano, and now they finally exit the zone, and they're able to move it back into the Detroit end, but not for long. Right back to it, Sandin picks it along. Matthew spins back, only had that option really to come along the boards, and now he's under some duress. And he decides to bail it out of the zone altogether. William Nylander negates any icing opportunity there as he held off his man and comes back to the puck in the clinch in the corner. Stick side of Nadelkovic who came into the game relieving Billy Huso after four goals. Matthews. This one comes back up, bouncing at the blue line that Sandine tried to reach over to keep it in but could not. Now he and Lilligren retreat back. Quick pass up to the red line. Elander looked to cut back in. They think it out again, and now across the line comes Sandin. He's down deep in the far corner. Sends it back up the near side. Coming after it, Mete. 
Bunting plays it along to the far wall, and it is up and out into center ice. Mete grabs it up there. Snap pass right onto the logo. Across the line, Tavares has Bunting behind him. Decent screen, but couldn't get it through the bodies. Puck comes back out into center one more time. Perron, Tavares doing a pretty good job of hunting that puck down, and Nadelkovic plays it along. Here's one. Tavares turns around, lets one fly. Contact went off into the corner. With speed. Back the other way, Larkin. Didn't get anything done with it. Played behind the goal. Didn't get where it needed to go. Marner right out front. Those are passes that get fans interested. Gets, uh, gets your own goalie pretty interested, too. <laughs> Swiping at it to send it all the way down the ice. Matt Murray will play this as he moves it into the far corner. Justin Hall right back out. I don't know if anybody really was all that invested in trying to pick up that puck. I think Either the, way. I think the Leafs may have been caught with too many men on the ice here. They had control of the puck when the whistle went. And when you see the referee doing that windmill signal. Well, somebody's got too many men. I think it's Toronto. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Well, what's amazing, Ralphie, about the uh, too many men, and that's what it was, is not that it was too many men. It's that it took this long to recognize it was too many men. We get the wide view here, and we see Aston Reese. We see David Camp, and we see Dennis Melgan, but I can't really see who the fourth forward was well so the thing is i don't know if it was out of the fact that they should have scored the <laughs> guy out he got six he got to at least get a shot on goal or and i do believe and nick mcvicker our producers gonna double check now that the leafs last year led the nhl with 13 too many men in the ice penalties i don't know if they were all as flagrant as that one was it's it, it's just amazing that it took that long for the count to happen. That takes me that long to count to six. Yeah, well, <laughs> shot there, blocked by Hall, and looked like it touched in on the screen, but at least that's what Mitch Marner tried to sell. Nobody bought. Turning hard off the pads, and this one comes back over to the near side, and we got a penalty coming up on Detroit. Boy, and we've got Dylan Larkin is livid with Mitch Marner. Right away, Larkin did the dive sign. Thought that he was getting the penalty and then went after Marner, who was still down in the corner. So we're going to play a little four-on-four unless Larkin has drawn an extra one. But he is livid. And Giordano, I don't see quite who had his helmet here. but uh... Take another look at it. As Barner's got the puck, uh, well, I don't, I don't think there was any. He may have been just, in yeah, the it's, process it's just, of stumbling. Yeah. I don't know if he fought as hard as he has before to be able to stay on his feet. But Dylan Larkin, I mean, Larkin didn't even get the penalty. Balance is a tricky thing, Jim. It's a tricky thing. Sometimes yeah, you have it. Ice. Sometimes you don't. Ice is pretty slippery. Well, that's what they say. But the Leafs get a break. But you know what? This is where, when you Leafs, look at the Leafs on this three-game winning streak. And the fact that they've got points in eight straight now, these are the things that go your way. 
And we talk about the three goals called back in New Jersey. We've seen Billy Huso have his worst night of this young season. And a lot of people, I think, like to lay it at the feet of luck. But uh, it really is, there really is something to say about the fact that the harder you work, the, the better off it falls yep. your way. Turning on that one with a nice rip was Lilligren. Comes back to him again. Quick to the other side of the ice. Gets it back. Got a body in front of him. Tried to move it back to the blue line, but that was well defended. Four on four here. A little bit of pond hockey at Little Caesars Arena. Looking back out front, trying to force his way back to the goal. Lucas Raymond had a pretty decent shift right there. Four on four. They come back to it. Giordano comes cross ice. That one a little bit hot there for William Nylander. Decides to dump that one in. Little kick down into the corner. Crowd liked it. And now Sandine steps out. Drops it back. Leafs power play. Across the line, Matthews. Leaves it back for Marner, and then he gives it down to Nylander, who rolls on his backhand and then reverses it back. Finding Marner out front. Little pitch and catch. Back to Matthews. Sends it up high. Sandine. Matthews trying to get it around. Nylander out front. He centered it for Tamaris. And now a scramble behind the goal pops loose to Matthews. Sandine again. Matthews turns, and it's a pounder off the pads as it comes back up to the near side. Marner into Tavares. He tried to turn around and get the shot. Marner gets it down low. Nylander steps out front, and he couldn't get the shot away that he wanted. As it comes back, it is Hall who pushes it up for Aston Reese. That power play was brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Beware of deep fake vehicles pretending to be Subarus. Don't fall for fakes this fall. Get the real deal at your Subaru dealer with award-winning safety and symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Little Caesars Arena and the Red Wings trying to figure out the Leafs. They have played well at times and own the zone, but they just have not been able to get it by Matt Murray. Yeah, really? I mean, the Leafs score a couple of goals off the rush. They score one on the power play. Matt Murray's been brilliant when he's been called upon. But the Red Wings scored the first goal of this game, and the Leafs were able to erase that in less than a minute midway through the opening period. Take a 2-1 lead, and they've dominated the scoreboard. Maybe not the shots on goal clock here in the second period. By the way, the Leafs did lead, thanks to Nick McVicker, um, for looking this up. 14 too many men in the ice penalties last year. 13 in the regular season, one of the first round against the Tampa Bay Lightning. This year, this is their third. Arizona has five. Chicago has four. The only teams more than the Leafs in that category. That one hard off the boards. Less than two minutes to go here in period number two. The Leafs. 4-1. A solid lead. Round behind the goal of Matt Murray it comes. Stepping out of the corner. Suter. The shot. Scrambling for it is Murray. 
easily grabs it up with the mitt and hangs on. This is the one thing that I've been most impressed with with Matt Murray. And, I mean, you see samples of him through the course of a season. You remember watching him in the Stanley Cup runs with the Penguins uh, when he won his back-to-back cups. But to watch him on game in, game out is how well he battles in the blue paint where he doesn't just try to get big and seal everything off and elbows in and knees together. You see he's leaning forward. He's battling head first for a lot of those bucks. There was another example there. Long shot there. Directs it aside. Racing back through the middle. Harner. Trying to recover it. Out of the corner. Can't do much with that. The wings get a hold of it. Across the line it comes, but not for long. Kabaris exits the zone and brings it back into the Detroit zone as Kabaris still with it, pushes it back out front. That looked a little bit more dangerous than it ended up being. As Hollowell retreats with it, tried to slam it back up the boards. Took a little lesson there as it comes back to the blue line. Turning. One clicks off wide, and it is right back to the blue line again. They got three high on the line as Perron moves it over for Sider, and that is blocked, and back out it comes. A spinning back into center ice. 20 seconds left to go here in this second period. Leafs now at nine block shots. Boy, the Red Wings seem after every whistle be giving it to the officials. And this. And you're right, the Leafs have blocked a lot of shots. This one most recently by Mitch Barner. By the way, we thank uh, Nick McVicker, our producer, for looking up that shorthanded goal stat. A lot of people think it's just a classy thing to do, to thank people that have looked things up. I do it in case it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, don't, never take the blame. You just throw your hands up and say, look. That's right. I gave Nick a shot here, and if he let he let people down, we're, we're going to know about it. But you know what that is? That's a lifetime minor league goalie mentality right there. Bring everybody in yeah. to the blame. Right. blame. Well, no blame <laughs> to be shifted around here in this second period for the Leafs. A solid one, even though there were times when Detroit had some solid possession numbers, but that second turned out okay. Yeah, the Leafs were outshot in the opening period by a count of 10 to 5. And unless we get something uh, that's going to be added here, it looks like it was 13-12 Red Wings in the second period. Again, Matt Murray comes up with some big stops. I mean, nothing where he had to be spectacular, not a lot of odd man rushes or anything like that, but has been able to find shots through screens. Rebound control has been good. And as things happen when you get on a roll, the Leafs make the most of the opportunities they have. As we say, a couple off the rush. Uh, we also had the power play goal in the first period and full marks, but um, everything's coming up blue and white right now as the Leafs look to make it four in a row on the road. Well, everything's going to come up. Frankie and Jim in the intermission. They will entertain you. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. 